My name is Beverly Johnson, and I'm from Trenton, North Carolina. This is Flood Zone, a news and storytelling project about the impact of flooding on coastal North Carolina. It is produced by and for survivors of flooding. Coming up next are stories from coastal North Carolina. I actually was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, Be more and um, my husband and I, we moved here about 20 years ago and um, absolutely love North Carolina. I've been in Washington, North Carolina that entire time. I think for me, when I when we moved further south, um, I expected to see a lot of black people. Um, the only time I think of rural uh, and associated with white is when I think of the Midwest. And you think of those beautiful plains and the farmers and those kind of things. But for us, traditionally, um, I knew that moving further south, I definitely expected to see um, you know, a lot of uh, African African-American folks in rural areas. Um, because I came from an urban area, I lived in the city, um, things were very different, very different to me. Um, I was surprised that the level of racism I experienced, I, I thought it would be more. I came braced and expecting that, but then it was this whole idea of community. The whole idea in rural areas, it definitely exists. It is a structural piece of who we are as a nation. But what I found in rural communities was the same person that you started kindergarten with was most likely the same person, people that you graduated with. So there was a sense of community across um, the races that I did not expect and that I had not seen. And that's why when I think of resilience through all of these hurricanes, through all of these horrific, adverse weather events, that that whole idea of community and pulling um, together. But I expected in a rural, just, I expected to see African American folks. When I thought of rural, I expected to see just what I saw. People would be surprised to know that yes, there are people struggling, and not just from this hurricane, but the previous one who really are still struggling, still devastated, never became even or whole around their property damage and those kinds of things. Oh my goodness, the last time, uh, with fl the flooding, the flooding was amazing, even for our church. Well, my husband, you know, he was trying to, um, you know, see everything from the very first, but I took when it got to the point where the water was so that we could come, he came. You would not believe how flooded these areas were. And, you know, I mean, really the, the damage that we had, it was, it was almost miraculous when you put the picture side by side when the flooding went down. So it's a lot. And it's a lot of damage always um, a, a, around this area because um, it's just kind of, you know, low. When you around for uh, it used to be called Fourth Street, but Martin Luther King Drive, Van Norton Street, around this area is more um, African American where we are, as the church. I think it was more flooding in um, African American neighborhoods that there is um, when floods come, when resources are given out, those kind of things. I think is African Americans more in this uh, city area with Washington and more around those areas like Bunt Creek, Bellhaven, when, where the, you're around the water. I don't think that there are the resources and just being able to go there and share, I think that that, that bears out. And um, of course, uh, for us, we were blessed. Um, we did have some damage here in this area. That's why we have um, the new floor that we have here. But um, a lot of times for folks who cannot drive, 
do not have transportation to get where they need to get. They're literally, you know, you're at home and you're just, um, you know, whatever uh, circumstances that you're in, then um, it's, it's kind of difficult. It's time kind of difficult. And folks, um, this go around for Beaufort specifically. Um, you know, FEMA didn't cover a lot of, you know, what some of the things that were needed for homes. And so it leaves you in that place of, you know, trying to do your day-to-day while trying to rebuild. And especially when you have older relatives and you have, you know, that you're responsible for taking care of. People living in trailer homes, you know, it's kind of difficult, double-wise, that kind of thing, trying to find shelter. Where do I go? You know, who do I stay with? When can I come back home? Those kind of things. Resilience to me in the church um, has a lot to do with, first and foremost for us, faith. Um, the faith to know that as we believe in, in God, that he is our protector, he is our shield. All things work together for good. All things are not good, but we have that faith and trust. And then accompanied with that faith and trust is the idea of community. And so community is a huge piece of resilience. And just folks being able to know that there are others who care and then being able to come together and be, I like the word, empowered feeling empowered about what we can accomplish for one another together. So when I think of resilience, I think of even in the worst of times, being able to stand in faith with a community of folks who are willing to help and support one another. I think that's empowering, and I think that helps people get to the next step, the next level, the next place that they um, to come out of that tragedy or adverse circumstance. You have been listening to Flood Zone, a special project of shore size and working narratives. Has your community been impacted by flooding? Do you have a story you would like to share? Contact us at info at shoresize.org. Funding in part by NC Local News Lab Fund and the NC Community Foundation. Thank you for listening.